Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, back to share some more scary stories to tell in the dark. Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in for some more stories. We are in almost mid-September now. Well, we are in mid-September. And that much closer to Halloween. So, I'm really getting in the mood for scary stories and ghostly tales. And on that note... I want to invite you to my website, myhaunteddolls.com. Please be sure to visit my shop. All of the books I've written are out there, and if you like an autographed copy, go ahead and order one today. Also, there are a few other items of merchandise out there, such as coffee mugs, hats, car tags... So be sure to check that out and also go to the link page and follow the link to my YouTube channel, My Haunted Dolls. There are many videos out there displaying my captures such as EVPs and photos and video evidence from the haunted items in my collection. We also do a live show every Tuesday night with Abnormal Alabama live at 7 p.m. Central Time every Tuesday night. And those shows are always archived on my channel as well. And shows live on my channel, so just tune in there to watch. And now, let's get into our episode of more tales of terror and ghostly shenanigans. This first story is, or at least sounds, very Halloween-related involves a young boy and something, some sort of a strange light on a marsh, called a jack-ma-lantern. Not a jack-o-lantern, but a jack-ma-lantern. So let's find out what this thing is in this story called Hawk. One night, a young man named Hawk was walking down the road with his friend. As they were passing by a long stretch of marshy land, they saw a strange light in the distance. Who you reckon that is walking out there on the marsh at this time of night? asked Hawk. I don't see nothing, said his friend. Can't you see them? asked Hawk. There's a light bobbing up and down out there, like they're looking for something. Don't look at it, said his friend. That ain't no person. That's a jack my lantern and you best leave it alone. You don't know what kind of danger it will lead you into if you follow it. What's a jack my lantern? asked Hawk. 
Jack, my lanterns are spirits, his friend replied. They're evil spirits, the ghosts of sinful people who are caught between life and death. They were not allowed into heaven, and they cannot get into hell, so their punishment is to wander for all eternity. They wander in the bad places where no one ever goes, and on the bad nights when nobody is out. They entice you to follow them, and they lead you off the right road. Hawk just laughed upon hearing this. That's no ghost, he said. There's somebody out there walking on the marsh, and I'm going to go see who it is. If they gets a hold on you and you follow them, it don't lead you to no good. When you starts to follow, one mind will tell you, I'm lone and turn back, and another mind will tell you, follow them, and you follow them. Don't be a fool, said his friend. If they get a hold of you, they'll make you follow them, and once you follow them, you won't be able to stop. I'm not scared of any man, Hawk boasted. I'm going to go out there and you can't stop me. Don't say I didn't warn you, his friend shouted. But it was no use. Hawk was already making his way out onto the marsh. That night, Hawk did not come home. His friends were worried, and when dawn broke, they went out to search for him. They found a trail of his footprints leading out onto the marsh. It looked like Hawk had been walking in circles, falling into holes, and scrambling through the briar. They followed Hawk's footprints for miles, and eventually, they found him. It was a terrible sight. He was standing in mud up to his waist, with his head reared back, and he was holding both hands out in front of him, as if he was trying to fend off something. His hair was white, and his eyes were wide open, and there was a horrible, horrible grimace frozen on his face. They called out to him, but Hawk did not seem to hear. When they reached out and grabbed him by the shoulder, he was icy cold and stiff and dead.
Wow, that was short yet very eerie. So I guess we need to watch out for those Jack Ma lanterns. I think I'll just stick to the Jack O lanterns. <laughs> All right, this next one is pretty chilling, but just might give you a little bit of the giggles. We'll see. Let's go ahead. This one is a short little ghost story about a man named Tab who spends the night in a spooky haunted house in Virginia. It's called Hold Him, Tab. Before the railroads were built in Virginia, a lot of men would earn a living carrying supplies from one town to another on wagons. One cold afternoon in late December, a number of supply wagons were traveling together when they were caught in a snowstorm. They came to an abandoned farm very near the road and decided that it would be a good place to sit out the storm. There were stalls for their horses and an old house where they could stay for the night. As they were unhooking their horses, one of the men said he had heard some strange rumors about this old place. According to the stories he had been told, the house was haunted and not a single person who had stayed the night and it had come out alive for 25 years. Some other men said they had heard the same stories and they refused to stay there. When the rest of the men heard this, they immediately decided to spend the night in the stables with their horses. One of the men whose name was Tab, was bigger and braver than the rest. He said he was not afraid of ghosts and that he was not about to stay out in the freezing cold with the animals when he could easily spend the night warm and cozy indoors. So that night, Tab stayed in the house while the others bedded down in the stables. Inside, Tab built a big fire in the stove and cooked himself some supper. When he was full, he lay down on a couch and slept peacefully through the night without being disturbed. At dawn, Tab awoke and opened a window and shouted out to his friends, what a bunch of fools you guys are. You spent the night out in the cold when you could have stayed in here and been as warm and comfortable as me. Just as he had finished speaking, he happened to look up at the ceiling. And he saw there a large man dressed in white clothes just stretched out under the roof as if he was sticking to it. Before Tab could make a move, 
the man in white fell right down upon him, and suddenly they started tussling and fighting. They rolled back and forth across the floor, knocking the furniture out of their way. They made so much noise that the men in the stables heard it and ran to see what was going on. When they looked in the window, the men saw the struggle going on, but they were too scared to go inside. First, Tab was on top, and then the man in white would gain the upper hand. Oh, it was a fierce fight. One of the men cried out, Hold him, Tab! Hold him! You can bet your soul I will, yelled Tab. A minute later, the man in white grabbed Tab and dragged him out the window. Hold him, Tab! Hold him! Another man shouted. You can bet your life I will, cried Tab. He won't get away from me. Soon, the man in white had dragged Tab up onto the roof of the house. Hold him, Tab! Hold him! yelled the men. Oh, you can bet your boots I will, shouted Tab. I've got him right where I want him. Finally, the man in white got Tab off the roof, and the two were floating in the air. Into the air they went. Hold him, Tab! Hold him! the men bellowed. I've got him, screamed Tab, but he's got me too! The ghost carried Tab straight up into the air, up and further up into the air, until they were both out of sight. Nothing was ever seen of him again. Well, that was eerie and yet <laughs> kind of silly, too, if, if you think about it. But I hope you enjoyed it. And now we end with a sort of an unusual... Well, all these stories have been unusual, but this one is pretty strange on its own. This is about a boy who is kidnapped and wakes up in a strange place with a very odd companion. This is called Shrunken Head. The nine-year-old boy felt uneasy. He was traveling on his own for the first time and had to admit that he was a little scared. He was on the way to his grandmother's house, taking a train. 
the boy's parents had reluctantly agreed to let him go on his own, and he set forth to visit his grandmother. There was a man sitting beside him on the train. The man struck up a conversation with the boy and offered him some candy. Happily, the young boy accepted the stranger's kind offer of the candy. But when he started chewing it, it tasted bitter. Then he began to feel very strange. The train carriage began to swim before his eyes, and he felt lightheaded and sleepy. He could not keep his eyes open, and before long, he drifted off into a heavy slumber. When the boy woke up, he found himself in a large room with stone walls. There were bookcases lined up against the walls, and a large door at one end of the room. He ran to the door and tried to open it. He tugged at the handle, only to find that it was firmly locked from the outside. He pounded the door with his fists and called for help, but no one answered. Suddenly, he heard an eerie voice coming from somewhere inside the room. Get out of here while you still can, it said in a whispery voice. The boy spun around and saw a sight so shocking that he almost fainted. On the other side of the room, sitting on a table, was a tiny, shrunken head. It had been severed from its body and boiled until it shrunk down to the size of a baseball. The boy could not believe that the shrunken head was speaking to him. Who are you? cried Joseph. Four years ago, I was a young boy just like you, said the head. I was happy and carefree until that man kidnapped me. He brought me to this place and trapped me in this room. He's the reason I'm stuck here on this table. He's the reason I'm a shrunken head. He's an evil man, and he practices black magic. The boy shuddered. What happened? For weeks, he left me here alone. Then on the tenth, on my tenth birthday, the man came back. First, he cut off my head. Then he placed it in a pot of boiling water until it shrunk like a shriveled prune. Then the man wrote a spell on a piece of parchment and placed it under my tongue. That evil black's magic spell ensures that I know all and see all. 
All the secrets of the universe are revealed to me. But it also forces me to serve that evil man and reveal those secrets to him. But because I know all and see all, I know that a shrunken head has only a limited lifespan. Four years. My lifespan is almost up, and now the man needs a new shrunken head. The boy felt like his heart had dropped into his stomach. That man wants to kill me and turn me into a shrunken head, he moaned. That's why he brought me to this terrible place. Obviously, said the head. But it's not too late for you to escape. See the bookcase behind you? Push hard on the third shelf and it will expose a secret passage. Joseph pushed on the shelf and was amazed to see the bookcase swing back, revealing a dark passage. He was about to rush in when the head called him back. Wait! If you don't take me with you, I'll be forced to tell him how you escaped and where you can be found. Take me with you, and I can guide you to freedom. The boy went back to the table and gently lifted the horrible head. He tucked it under his arm entered the dark passage and pulled the bookcase shut behind him. As he stood trembling in the darkness, the head whispered to him. Joseph felt like his feet were rooted to the floor until he heard terrible demonic voices crying out, searching for him. He frantically felt for the edge for the step with his foot and moved into the darkness below him. His fingers ached from clutching the shrunken head. The only thing worse than carrying it would be dropping it and letting it roll down the steps, leaving him alone in that terrible darkness. He continued down, trying to shut out the demons' voices, trying to remember to count. When he reached the hundredth step, his legs were quivering. His hand felt for a door and found it. Just as he turned the knob, he heard a demonic voice so close behind him that it made his ears ache. He jumped through the doorway, and the door slammed shut behind him. He found himself lying in a sunlit meadow outside the castle. Then the shrunken head made one last request. It asked the boy to remove the parchment from his mouth so he could finally die. The boy did as he was asked, and the shrunken head breathed its last. Finally, it was out of its misery.
the boy buried the head in the meadow and set off for his hometown. The boy tried to go on with his life, but for years afterwards, he was haunted by terrible nightmares. Every night, he dreamed that his head had been cut off, boiled in a big pot, and left resting on a table in an empty castle. And every night, he woke up screaming. was a great ending to this episode. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good story. I don't know if you liked it, but I sure did. Very creepy, just something about it. So, that's a great way to start out the coming of the Halloween season. And I will be back with more tales of ghostly shenanigans and horrors from the darkness. So, until then... Please, again, be sure to go to MyHauntedDolls.com. Purchase your autographed book today. You will not be disappointed. And until the next episode, be sure to watch out for those creepy lights in the marshes. And please don't take candy from strangers on buses. But, please be sure to have a happy haunting. (laughs) 